0: Wearing. Yo! I'm a Liverpool MC you, you can't test me Big up the girls inside like the party Let's get down to Crazy Jimmy Big up myself and known as Alfie The one and only The Turkish MC Always love the clothes of Jimmy Bitch, I'm your yo, what I wanna be Jimmy's stuff, new celebrity We'll take
1: you out Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, do we have a great show for you guys today. Before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with the cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: May I speak? You
1: just say hello, and then we introduce Chad, and then you come back and n- do what you n- want to do. New
2: laws on the show. <laughs> it's not new. We always do it that I way. I know, but the Fuhrer has spoken, <laughs> and I must obey. Hello, everyone.
1: There you go. We want to say hello to what the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hail, Jimmy!
3: <laughs> What's going on, yeah. fellas? Uh, <laughs> I wonder if we're online,
1: Chad. I don't, I don't think. Hello. Can.
3: can you oh, hear me now? I said, "Hail, <laughs> Jimmy!"
1: There we, we go. We didn't hear you. You kind of look like
3: mafiosos so today, again, you fellas. Some no, good fellas.
2: Hang on. Say it again, Chad.
3: Said so y'all look like good fellas today.
1: There we go. We look like good fellas. No,
2: today. I'm in a western shirt, Button. That's down western. Oh. But my belly showing, I look like an old fruit. But anyway, that's that's what I am, darlings. That's what I am, an old fruit.
1: What's up, chat room? Hello, everybody. Give some quick shout-outs. We've got Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show. Dave from Stars Now UK. I don't know who guest Tania is, but hello and welcome. We've got Lady Lake Jen, and we've got Lady Lake Cindy Lady Lake. We've got Goddess. Hello, Goddess. Goddessa. And uh, everybody in the chat room, we got a great show for you today. We have two phenomenal actors, Mr. Nigel Barber and Mr. Charles Shaughnessy. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to it.
2: I'm fat. <laughs> yes, I am. I had to open the bottom button, and my belly's hanging out.
3: Let it all hang out.
2: Shirts Let it all hang got, out. You know what it is? The shirt's <laughs> a year old, and um, you change. You know, in a year, you gain weight, you lose weight, and I've gained a lot of weight. So I have to get out to LA and exercise There you go It's winter here, you know, you can't get out and exercise it Stinks It's, it's still freezing good. here, Chad No, like- it's not freezing It's today. Yesterday was nice, today is okay It snowed two days
3: ago What's freezing, <laughs> like 50, 60?
2: No,
1: it no, was like 20. Huh? 19, 19, it was 19
2: 19, 19 one 20 Like, you know, the Biolis, they freeze off Your Biolis crystallize and they crack
3: We got the 70s and 80s down here
2: Yeah, but I wouldn't want that all year. See, that's why Palm Springs may not be working for me. I remember when I lived there, it was 150 every day, you know, 352 days a year. How many days in a year? 365. No,
3: 365. There's 52 weeks. Well, whatever it is, you know. (laughs) 365 is correct.
2: You know, if Donald Trump becomes president, he'll change all of that. That's right. So anyway, uh, I'm excited. Not that our first guest isn't terrific, but I absolutely love and adore the second guest, because I've been with him for years and years and years on his show with Fran Drescher, my other sweetheart, love. I am so thrilled today to be interviewing Charles, or not even interviewing, just talking and being friends with Charles Shaughnessy. Uh, We've got so much to talk about. And he comes on, I believe, at 4.15? Yep. So folks, hang in there. But before we go any further, you know, every now and then I meet nice people in the world. Mostly people stink. You go to a bank, they (laughs) go, well, you know, I mean, so how many times did you go into a store and they go, yeah, what, what do you want? And then you say what you want and they say, go over there, find it over there. You know, that kind of crap. I was looking at some model homes because I love to do that because I look at how they furnish it. I have nothing better to do with my time and three of the nicest construction workers actually they're not construction workers they're like bosses, contractors or something. contractors bosses for the uh the building group which is called what it i forgot what the building group is called um <laughs> oh jesus do you believe this i didn't write it down but the guy's name is rob Leginsky, who happens to be one of the foremen on the job he was so nice and the other two fellas coal two- brothers Toll Brothers. Toll Brothers is a wonderful builder, by the way. That's why I always go into their models to see them. The models weren't open yet, and they're still under construction. But these three guys were so nice, they took about a half an hour out of their time to walk me around the buildings to show me all of the models. Because I told them I might be interested in purchasing one, because Jimmy and I do want to keep an East Coast residence, so we're looking for something a little bigger than we're in now. I I haven't got the other two guys' names they took off But they might be listening. Anyway, just to let America know, there are nice Americans in our country. And we really don't have to get too much of America back. We've got enough of it now to make me happy. Uh, Except for, you know, money, finances. But anyway, these three guys are great. It's Toll Brothers. And it's called Hilltown in Uh, what's about these friggin' names? No, they're Indian names. Who? I'm I'm an Indian. Pakasi, Pakusi, Pakusi, Perkasi, 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 (laughs) Perkasi. Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Boy, We're really I, good at these am, ads. <laughs> am, am, am I starting the show off really like dimwitted and gone with the wind? But anyway, that's the that's the game. That's the show. We're, we're a very relaxed, non-scripted show, and it's all about fun and stuff. But anyway, my hat's off to Toll Brothers. You do hire very nice people, and you certainly build a beautiful home.
1: There so, you go. So I've got a cool ad, too. I want to like
2: do my own little ad. Okay. How's that? And I'm, I'm going to add to it.
1: You're going to add to it? Okay. Guys, to. this is a really cool thing, everybody. So here's, here's my, like, new, my new pitch for everybody who's got a fabulous woman in their life. And uh, I even wrote it all out. kind of fun. But guys and girls, when was the last time you surprised a woman in your life with something really different? Something that will make her as happy as oh, flowers, but frankly, more oh. exciting for you? Uh, a- a- oh, and for
2: her you stink you have to memorize this because reading it you, you really it's really bad I mean don't make faces like that well the product sure. is great you stink
1: that's okay so Ron and I have got a tip that will make you guys come out like a hero there's an amazing new service it's called enclosed everybody enclosed is like a flower of the month but instead of flowers you're gonna send your beautiful wife or girlfriend beautiful panties in the mail yes you heard me right I said panties you can surprise your lady with one, three, six, or 12 months of super high end panties. Not like the ugly stuff that you see, like at Victoria's Secret, but real luxury lingerie. Everyone who sees it says it's fabulous. I, I read all these reviews on it, everybody says it's fantastic. And you can send enclosed for any occasion, anniversary, birthday, or just because you're thinking of her. And when they send the packages, you guys, Enclosed sends the panties surrounded by real rose petals so you look like a super romantic hero, and they guarantee that the panties will fit with their 100% size guarantee. So here's the kicker, too, to get you guys started. You can get $25 off your Enclosed gift. All you have to do is go to enclosedlingerie.com slash star. Enter the code JimmyStar at checkout to get twenty-five dollars off any multi-month enclosed gift. That's EnclosedLingerie.com. JimmyStar with the code JimmyStar, and it's a great gift for everybody. And and this 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 product, which is super cool by the way, it's like a Panty of the Month Club, has been seen in Star magazine, Inside Weddings, Men's Health, In Touch, Cosmopolitan, all kinds of like huge magazines. And I just think it's really cool. And you can follow them on Twitter at the Enclosed. And Ron's going to make a smart comment.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to give you a little story. My mother was born 1910. That's quite a while, a while ago. And my mother referred to her panties as bloomers. And that's exactly what or they knickers. were. They no, no, knickers no. That, she's not that oh. far back. Bloomers. My mother would hang her bloomers on the clothesline in the backyard. When you saw that clothesline with those bloomers, it looked like a sail ship in a yacht race out at the Hamptons. I mean, bloomers flying in the wind. How my sister and I were born, I'll never know with my mother wearing those bloomers. Now, if you're gay, you can buy those bloomers because you might want to wear them. Or if you're transgender or transsexual, you could buy those bloomers too. If you're a feminine lesbian and you want to seduce your butch lover, you could wear those panties also. Um, everyone can wear these panties because I checked them out. I wouldn't endorse them if I didn't think they were worth it or beautiful.
1: They're fabulous. They're so sexy.
2: If you're an older guy and you have a girlfriend on the side and you're cheating on your wife By all means, send her these lovely panties. It'll make her know that you're a cool guy. If you're an old dude in your 60s and 70s and you want to seduce a beautiful young girl, (laughs) send her these panties. She'll get the message. She'll say, wow, this guy must be hot in bed because look at the panties he's sending me. The bottom line is panties make you horny. I don't care who you are. Bras and panties that are sexy and gorgeous will definitely make your sex life better. Trust me. And guys, what are the better gift? I mean, who wants to give her chocolate? She doesn't want chocolate. She gets fat or breaks out with pus pimples, all right? So she doesn't want chocolate. What are you gonna give her? An evening out, a dinner for two somewhere? Get the hell out of here. The restaurants are so noisy you can't even get romantic. But you can get very romantic when you send a pair of gorgeous, sexy panties. Trust Ron Russell, I never lie. I'm not gonna wear them. Jimmy, would you wear them? I'm too fat. <laughs> but if he <laughs> would, then he'd wear one. Did, did I marry a homo or did I marry a homo? You guys, do so at Jesus. the end, though, go to enclosedline.com
1: slash Jimmy Starr and then enter the code Jimmy Star, and the whole website is theenclosed.com. a. I just think it's a really cool thing. I really uh, like and if we all
2: it. get along, we may have them as our sponsor because we think it's a good thing. Anything that encourages sexuality, romance, and love, I pro- I, I, definitely push and promote Absolutely. Because it, it's something that you need. Um, and don't go without panties, girls, because guys don't like it. If you whip off your dress and you no bra, no panties, it's like all there. You know, blech, blech, blech. Tease them, take off the dress, then be in the bra and panties, and little by little, <laughs> strip tease. The guy will eat out of your hand. I'm telling you, he'll be a slob and a sucker for you.
1: There you go. Also, another cool, another cool product, everybody, is the
2: W4CY radio app that's
1: on iTunes. You can hear everybody's show. Everybody who's got a show on W4CY, go to iTunes, plug in uh, W4CY radio app comes up, download, and you can be listening to the Jimmy Star show live from your telephone when you're. Anywhere, riding the bus, riding the train, driving, sitting in a waiting room at a doctor's office, or putting you are, on you your new panties us.
2: you just or got, or putting on your enclosed panties you got from from enclosedloungewear slash exactly. Seriously, people, look it up and look at them. They're really pretty panties. You know, they're very, very nice. Absolutely. I wear sexy underwear, men's, of course. But I do wear, I wear some fishnet underwear sometimes when I'm in the mood. I like sexy underwear. Even at my age, it takes me out of looking like an old man in those goddamn boxer shorts. Nobody thinks you look like an old man. Wait, those horrible jockey shorts, that sag where your ass looks like you got a load in your pants and your crotch, everything is like hanging like grapes. Oh, please, don't ever wear those horrible white Uh, Shorts that men wear (laughs) Wear sexy (laughs) Slingshots It holds all of your jewels in one position And you look sexy Chad, do you wear boxer shorts? Hi, Captain (laughs) But that's the worst thing, boxer shorts, you know Because you look like little dingy in those boxer shorts It doesn't show your male anatomy If you wear slingshots, trust me Your woman's going to go nuts Because it's sexy For your nuts (laughs) (laughs) Well, Possibly you know, today we dress underwear as well as outerwear. Years ago, people didn't care what their underwear looked like because nobody saw it. But today, you never know where you are where you have to strip down naked for somebody.
1: There you go. So also, you guys, if you're on Twitter, make sure to follow at Lady Lake Music on Twitter. She's the hardest working like person on Twitter. She's tweeting all kinds of stuff about the about the uh, show. So thank you so much. And she just used the hashtag Little Dingy. <laughs>
2: Well, no, seriously. <laughs> I mean, if you're not mule hung and you walk around in those boxer shorts, you look like eight-year-old boy. <laughs> Whereas, if you wear the slingshots like I wear, you know, they're they're what are they call like cock socks. They're called no. But, well, I, that's what I have cock socks. I
1: know, that's what you have, but that's not because what they, they sent me a Slingshots. They sent me thirty slingshots. 000, me 30 slingshots.
2: Pa- cock socks sent me thirty pair because we did a a, a sponsor for them. And I love them. They're comfortable. So women, ladies, everybody, and guys that go and drag, you know, why wear cheesy panties? You know, go in gorgeous panties. There you go. You never know who's lifting your skirt at the end of the night. Cindy says, oh, my God. (laughs) What? (laughs) They're all
1: loving it. Ginger says, revolution. Everybody else is saying, no underwear, freedom.
2: (laughs) No, 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 no. Let me tell seriously, no underwear is not sexy. Because if you really look at the human anatomy naked, without being turned on, it's not the prettiest sight. I mean, a woman looks like somebody threw a grenade between her legs, and a man looks like, I don't know what, a <laughs> worm. It's not the prettiest thing in the world. Listen to chat slapping uh, now you got Chad. But it's true, uh, if, you wear, if you wear these gorgeous panties that we're pushing, you know, it's the guy is turned on. He wants to know what's under the panties. Goddess is saying we should be playing "My Ding-A-Ling by Chuck <laughs> Well, well, go- Goddess, now, now wait a second. Stop the laugh. Stop. Goddess. Now you tell me, but Goddess. I can imagine you wear crotchless panties with, with, with bells on the top. Yeah, Goddess. Actually, this is like the en- the enclosed is perfect for
1: you, Goddess, because you're
2: hot. Oh, Goddess is a- that's why we call her Goddess. Goddess, I don't think you wear bloomers. I think your underwear has got to be totally outrageous that before the guy gets to you, he fainted from the... Or maybe it's a bad thing because he might be finished before he even gets to underneath the panties if the panties are that sexy. There you go. You and goddess, with you in them. Oh, my God. She, so says, what yes, kind she of does. what she kind of She wears sexy panties. Of she course seems- she does. <laughs> Please, what did she going to wear? Cotton pink, cotton bloomers with the elastic? She likes
1: fishnets, too. I love the fishnets, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only thing is, when you take them off, when you take the fishnets off, you're all perforated. <laughs> I look like waffle dick.
1: <laughs> perforated.
4: <laughs>
2: don't, you guys don't hashtag waffle dick. <laughs> no, no, no,
4: no. Anyway, so much
2: like for those panties. panties. I think they're fun and everybody should have them. Are they expensive? Um, I never look at the price. Well, designer panties, so they're not- what about hundreds of dollars that that stupid La Perla crap No, no. Off? No, it's a good deal. I mean, La Pearl are 125 bucks for a pair of panties that my dog would wear. They're so little. Yeah, these are sexy, though, so you I never mean, know. Not 125 bucks. I would never pay that for underwear. I, I don't actually know how much they are, but it mean,
1: no. depends on the style because they have hundreds of styles. True.
2: I guess there's something for everybody. That's if right. If I had to pay 100 and a quarter for underwear, I would paint underwear on my naked body. You could do that. So I would look like I had underwear on. <laughs> It would be fabulous when the underwear comes alive and it starts to move around.
1: So, so Chad, we went and saw Batman versus Superman this weekend. Ah, it I, stuck. I didn't like it at all. Neither one of us liked it. I don't oh, think it was terrible. Ben Affleck's a terrible Batman. The Superman guy is
2: really good, but and the chick who plays Wonder Woman was good she was boring what the hell is she doing there she didn't even look like Wonder Woman she didn't have the the red and yeah, white and a blue new she was in some designer crap she looked like something from Gucci no it wasn't good it wasn't oh, good oh, Ben Affleck's
1: not a good Batman in and the the movie story was, not was good.
2: stupid and how dare they kill and bury Superman in a grave you can't kill Superman and bury him in a grave I mean like he's gone with the for wind for anybody
1: who didn't see the movie that's the end of it
2: <laughs> Big deal, big, everybody knows about it, please. Save your money, wait till it comes on television, and then fall asleep on it, because that's what it deserves. It was big hype, big budget, big money, big bomb. I wish they'd start to make decent films.
1: Yeah, it wasn't any good. Chad, did you oh, see Batman's?
2: Oh, I got dish. Oh. Film dish. Film dish. Film dish. Okay. Uh, Barbara Streisand got the green light on Gypsy. She's going to do the Broadway show Gypsy. As a movie. As a movie. And she's going to play it the way it was intended. When they made this movie in 1962, they made it a very Protestant movie. Everybody in it was waspy. In fact, it was a Jewish family because Gypsy Rose Lee is Jewish and everybody in that cast is Jewish. So now they're doing it the Jewish way with Barbara's Jewish overtones, Jewish humor. It should be phenomenally fabulous. So I can't wait to see it. And Barbara Streisand singing those wonderful songs. It's going to be an incredibly great film. Absolutely. I can't wait. Now, rumor has it that what's her name is going to play Gypsy. I don't know who the The one one with the meat. Sang with the meat hanging. Oh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Because they want to get a young one with an old one, Barbara's 75, and they want a young girl so that the young audience comes in to see Gypsy. Because a lot of the young people say, I'm not going to go see that grandmother, that old bag, Barbara, whoever, whatever her name is, one of the greatest stars of our time. But that's what we do in this country, we dispose of everybody and everything. But uh, I'm so excited! I'd love to be in that film. I wonder if we if we know anybody that can give me just a, a walk-on, like sitting down at a table in a restaurant, just to hear Barbara sing. There you go. So, so Chad. Hi, Captain.
1: I see we're having some spinning
2: problems. What do you
1: think? Don't
3: know. Don't know.
2: What's what's wrong this week, boys? I'm getting bored with. Hey, this Nigel. Show.
1: there There you are! It finally showed up. Okay, so I'm gonna redo our introduction. I don't know why it took like a really long time for us to see you, but you look great. And I'm gonna like reintroduce you to everybody, just like I told you we might have to do when we did our test. But uh, so so here we go. We're gonna give it a couple seconds. You Ready? One, two, three.
2: I'm ready. I'm here. Hey, Michael. How are you? Nigel. Take
3: take three. three.
2: no. no, I'm thinking of Michael. I know, you're like wrong, huh? I'm okay, thinking of go. Michael Damien to talk to you about <laughs> Michael, and I'm calling Nigel Michael. Now, if I call Michael, I'll call him Nigel to make it complete.
1: All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm Hello. Dizzy. Hello, everybody, and we want to welcome Nigel Barber to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello and welcome.
5: Well, thank you very much, both of you, Ron and Jimmy. Hi. I'm Hi. Here. I'm quite happy just to sit here and watch you guys.
2: Well, I, so- <laughs> I saw you last week. And I said to Michael, So a bigger part we couldn't give him, more <laughs> lines we couldn't give him. What is that walk on bullshit? He's a good actor and he's good looking. You know what good." So you know what he said to me? Well, maybe the next film. Yeah. The sequel. The
5: that was and my h- second film with Michael. That was great.
2: I love Michael. And, and, yeah, and,
5: and he called me up. I did a film with him about three years ago called The Sweeter Side of Life with Catherine Morris. And I told him, I had such a good time. Next film. I'll sweep the stage, whatever, just call me. And he didn't. And we went to Romania and shot that great high strung. It was wonderful.
2: Well, I'm going to be in his next film. He promised me because they want to get a crazy, kooky character. I said, moi, you, is that what you think of me? He said, Ron, please. Anyway, so he, <laughs> they're going to give me a part, maybe as myself, Ron Russell, on this crazy show. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you look good on film. You seem to be a decent actor. I'd like to see more of your work. But you live in England, so does that stop I, us from seeing you? No. no
5: I, I don't think so. I mean, I was in Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. They came from the States. They hired what? me here and, and, and shot here. You'll find a lot of bigger production companies now because they can get a little bit more juice for their buck, so to speak, in Europe.
2: Now, are you living in England because of the taxes?
5: No, I'm living in England because I like London very much.
2: I do also. I go often. I've got good friends in London.
5: I love great up. balance of culture history
2: and the food's gotten better uh,
5: but, okay well that's another story right there i don't
2: know no i mean i i you know i'm old as the as the hill i mean i was in london when king charles was there the, the first one but um <laughs> i used to I used to, go, I used to go always from italy because i'm italian so i'd visit relatives in italy and i would eat and and I gained weight, and my cousin would say, but you're in the movies. You can't gain weight. I said, I'm going to London. I'll lose it all in a week because the food is so bad. I mean, in the mall, it cost me $21 once for breakfast. Would you believe it? For bangers and eggs and a bunch of awful shit. I hated it. So then I went to dinner someplace else. I said, don't you people eat anything else but bird and dog and, and wolf? I mean, everything is meat. For English food's not for me. But now, when I go, it's international cuisine, and the food is excellent. It is international. Excellent it food. Is.
5: Yeah, we have little Italy's, we have little Japan town, we have one of the highest concentrations of Chinese outside of China. It's, um, it's a magical city.
2: Even the English food has gotten better because now they use salt and pepper and spices. <laughs> no, seriously! I eat English food there and I love it. Before, you, come on, admit it. Before it was steamed and it was bland. Uh, it you,
5: was. It was like kosher food. It was. It was I, like
2: kosher. I love. Wasn't even it's kosher.
5: Beat up. No,
2: All right. it was English. But you know, when you come in from Spain and Italy and France, my God, your palate is so, you know, charged up with with. Yeah. good.
1: So, Nigel, before we get started any further, sure. say to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Chad.
3: Nigel, welcome to the show,
5: sir. Thank you very, very much. Good. This is a real treat for me, and I want, Ron, I need a cup that large.
3: <laughs> That's you a big-ass f- cup.
2: I forgot where I got this cup. Marshalls. We got them at Marshalls. I think it was five bucks, which is a deal. You, you don't, yes, you do have Marshalls in London. Something similar one
5: to one it. I too. <laughs> Look at this. I can't believe it. It's like it's like you could put it on the back of a boat and we'd know which side of the
1: to to two. We have to sit here for two, two hours, so we have two to make hour, sure we have
2: enough to drink. A two-hour nonstop. We can't get up and leave. <laughs> right. And it's also good in case we have to pee because we just put it <laughs> up in our legs and we pee in it. So because we can't leave our stations, we don't have a commercial break. We, so, also, we But also, we don't drink it if we pee in it. We just you know, leave it.
1: <laughs> we also have a chat room full of people Say hey to everybody in the chat room.
2: You're very hey, happy. Hey, everybody in the chat room. Handsome man, you know that you're handsome. So how come you're not? You're very handsome. You know, guys our age, we're starting to get noticed. They're giving us uh, romantic leads now. Every movie has a Robert De Niro age guy in it or something in it, which is wonderful. Hollywood now, because of uh, what is it called? Where everybody has to be different. They have to have a Chinese, a black, a Hispanic, a old, a gay, a straight, a a Martian. Everybody (laughs) now has to be in a film in Hollywood. So. I said to them, that's wonderful. Are they hiring 75-year-olds? Because I'm 75, and I don't get too much work anymore. I got a lot of television work years ago when I was young and handsome.
5: Lie, we- lie about your age, Ron.
2: <laughs> Why?
5: Because <laughs> I think you could go for 55. It's not a not and, an issue.
2: IMBD tells my first movie, 1959, with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter, and I will never give that movie up. And it was the first film I was ever in, and I'll never, like... Not have it because who have, who works with Sophia Loren and hides it? Nobody I know.
5: Well, my first <laughs> film was The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, so I will not have any claim That's to fame cool. on working with a tomato.
2: I love that film. We watch that. We cry from it. It's so stupid and wonderful. Did you <laughs> it really?
5: Ten, ten worst films ever made. I was. I had a bit part in it. I was a guard at the gate, and it was. It's haunt.
2: Uh oh! Oh, you froze! froze. Shit. <laughs> Now he, he, he oh, talks. Please. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Are you in London now?
5: I yeah. am in London.
2: That's My why I'm cross, cross Waters Troubles <laughs> from satellite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, next time I, I always watch Killer Tomatoes because it's so demented and so stupid, you got to look at it. It's like a drug. So I'm going to look for you. You were obviously very young then, too.
4: That's great.
1: It's great. Actually,
2: hang on one second, Chad.
3: Hi, you Captain. You,
1: Clear he froze. Remote. How can how can we unfreeze him? Well, yeah. Actually, hit the hit the video button real quick, Nigel, and then hit it back again and see if it comes back on.
3: Sounds like more of a Wi Fi issue. Okay. Is he's, it on, he's really you have I, think so, I think so too
4: chat? Uh,
5: and make sure make
3: now? sure Nigel that you don't have anything else running on your computer, maybe That's
4: too. That's okay. Just Shut gonna down, down any other do programs.
3: Not
1: nothing's up for you guys okay okay we're going to keep going
2: we'll keep going I, I mean i i guess everybody can connect everybody in the chat room can you hear nigel yeah we can
1: hear him they just can't the the, the, the screen's a little bit well, we frozen. don't want
2: we want to put you on our roku tv show so we don't want to lose the video
1: oh wait is he moving he's moving you know, know what hey chad, chad. yes sir um, how about how about let's call him back. Can we call him back real quick and see if it works better if we call him?
3: We could try, and maybe, Nigel, make sure no one else is like, have multiple users of uh, video watchers in the house, too, that might be uh, using the Wi-Fi. Skype.
2: Skype's
1: me. Okay, okay, so, Nigel, hang up. We're going to call you right back. He's going to call you right back, and make right, sure you cool. hit, hit the video button when he calls you. Yes, sir. All right, cool. Way to go, everybody. Live Skyping. That's what happens.
3: I love live.
1: You got to do it. You got to do it. I'm
2: waiting for two things to happen. For Donald Trump to become president so he can fix fix Skype and make it perfect. Because he does everything wonderful. Wow. (laughs) He's going to make America new again. So when he's making it new, he could make Skype new, too.
1: There you go. So here we're going to see how we do the second time around. In the meantime, (laughs) I think think we're okay. Um, it's going to come through in a second. Oh, nope, it's still not working out right. I wonder, I wonder why. I wonder why. I That's terrible. All right.
2: I or- hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much, you know, I had a TV show for years in California, but I interviewed people in their homes, and it was easy. We never had problems. And no, if we
4: did, you know, he's, he's oh, oh, there you are. Now. You're back.
2: Now.
1: <laughs> Go. Oh, go. Okay. Okay, so let's talk a little bit. So, okay, so we saw you in High Strung. It opened in theaters this weekend. You have a little role in it. It was a lot of fun. You actually said that you uh, did another film with Michael Damian, The Sweeter Side of Life, um, and James Best is in that. Did you meet, get a chance to meet James Best's wife?
5: I, I, I did not. The film was about my second in Romania, everything that James did in the
1: States. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, now, that's hard to hear him that time. He's cracking up because I don't know what's going on. All right, let's try it one more time, Nigel. This time, hang up and you call us. This is a huge pain in the ass for Hold Nigel. Hold on a
3: second. And yeah. Nigel, Nigel, you on Wi-Fi? Yeah, I am. Maybe if you could try to go closer to your router just for, uh, see if that works too.
2: Well, he's got lift up yeah. thing.
4: You guys talk him to yourself and you can call back.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay, great. That's cool. Unbelievable. technology of today. have huh, folks? That's okay. Who's in the chat room? Anybody interesting? All, all kinds of people in the
1: chat room. Big audience, right? Big audience, yes.
2: I thought we would have a big audience. Everybody
1: says he looks like your brother.
2: He does? <laughs> That's a compliment because I think he's really handsome. And he's got a beautiful smile, nice teeth. He could do romantic leads still. He does, though. He does do he some. He does romantic leads? I don't know about
1: like, romantic, but like I saw one movie that he did where he plays... like. I don't know the president of some country or something. no, 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 I'm talking about,
2: where there's a romantic. uh, I don't know know, if he like
1: plays one where he's like sucking face with people or not. I'd like
2: to do a romantic lead with Sophia Loren, no, Fran Drescher. Oh, I'd love to do a romantic lead. (laughs) I would make out with Fran. I'd say let's rehearse like an hour before we shoot that scene, and I'd make out with her for an hour. Absolutely. I love my Fran Drescher. She's coming on the show, kids. I'm conning her. I'm working her.
1: Soon, she's coming soon. Soon. Working on it.
2: That's going to be my day also. My big day. I love her so much. You know, even actors have fans. You know that. I wrote that on my Facebook page because somebody wrote, gee, Ron, you sound just like a fan. Of course we are fans. We all look up to certain actors. I mean, major stars of today. When they work with somebody, they say how thrilled they are to have met them.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: we're just like you guys. We love their looks, their personality, and their talent.
1: Absolutely.
2: And Franny is one of my goyles.
1: Absolutely, I love it too. I think it's just fantastic. And
2: since when do you love Fran? You never even knew her, huh? You never knew about Fran. I talk. talk uh, I watched you. a
1: nanny before I met you. I had nanny. You're dolls You're such a liar. You. you had am, nanny dolls. I had the nanny doll I got you for Christmas. I had one, but I sold it on eBay. Like, like. Don't you I ever sell you. my
2: nanny doll? <laughs> I have a nanny doll. I'll kill him if he. It's not life size, by the way. It's little. I don't want you to think I got a blow up nanny doll. I'm not that weird.
1: No, not at all. Hey, Chad, is Chinzia in there? No. Oh,
2: my cousin's not in there today. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain.
1: Oh. Hey, how about while we're... Uh, can we play music while we're waiting for him this to come your,
3: on? This is your show, baby. You can do anything you want.
1: All right, everybody. So we're oh. going to play the new Tito Jackson single. You know him as a member of the Jacksons. He's got a new song that's coming out soon. It's very similar to Pharrell's Happy Kind of... That vibe. It doesn't sound like it, but it's got that vibe. It's got a cameo by Big Daddy Kane. It's coming out uh, in May, and it's going to radio uh, in a few days. It's really, really good song. Chad, you got it ready?
3: Get it, baby. Get it. All right, everybody. Here's
1: Get It Baby by Tito Jackson.
4: Just listen. Hey, in the glow is shaking it so the men that notice and trust all eyes on her when she throws it ain't seen a stick since jennifer lopez and i'm taking it in doses sitting there looking sent before filling me mind then expose it girl you're not just around the way thought what you got just a little too hot i see your plot really though chicks been video fixings getting low friction till the dough kicks in but you do you get a pass with that looking all kind of mean in the designer jeans now back it up like time machine come on
3: baby.
1: Get it, baby. Everybody, that's the new Tito Jackson song. I love it. I love the little rap. There's also a version without the rap, but that's Big Daddy Kane, everybody. Anybody who's over... Well, I guess you'd have to be like about over 35 or 40. You know who Big Daddy Kane is. He was awesome in the 80s and 90s, and so you gotta love it. Did we get Nigel back?
3: I've got him. You've I got him? You don't have him on your end? Nigel.
2: I, yeah. I, I just got a nice compliment from the chat room. They said you look like you could be my brother. What a compliment, because you're so good-looking.
5: Your older brother.
2: Older brother? I don't think so, Nigel. <laughs> I don't think so. I was around when Rose... Uh, my Roosevelt's on my birth certificate, Franklin. <laughs> hey, Chad, how come I... Like, it's true. How come we don't? Roosevelt's on my birth certificate.
1: Chad, how come I can't see him on my
2: side?
3: I have no clue. As okay. long as the
2: people, the oh, audience can see and we know it's, what it.
5: It's England. It's England.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not England. It's, it's Skype, Nigel. Did you go to the sure. Hollywood premiere of uh, of Michael's movie?
5: No, I haven't seen it yet.
2: Oh, it's good.
5: Oh, really? It, it really is good. I have not seen it yet. I've been so busy. Oh, it's I'm, good. I'm not complaining about that. I'm grateful, but it's really difficult to uh, hop on an airplane now and go over. Go over. But I understand that it's been well received. You put so much love and so much energy into that. Total. Absolutely brilliant.
2: Total. You know, we did the red carpet in New York.
5: I saw that.
2: You saw I it? Saw well, then you knew what you were getting in for.
5: <laughs> I've been looking forward to this, Ron. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm you sorry know, we're having technical problems. This is Ma- great.
2: Michael loves me because I drive him crazy because I want to run off with Michael's sister-in-law, Janine's do- sister, because she's the most adorable thing in the world. So I torture them all. And Rico, the husband, I torture, I torture them terribly when michael it's was great. on our show we really went nuts with him we had a best time best time you know we have charles shaughnessy coming on after you i understand that and I'm, when I'm, he, when he hears
5: I'm living in new york
2: well yeah when he hears my accent he'll think he's talking to fran drescher's brother because <laughs> i came from one town away from her <laughs> from a story as she came from flushing i almost worked in the same beauty salon with her a hundred years ago so we'll talk to Charles about that. We love the show, The Nanny, and we really love Charles. So he's going to be received as well as we receive you because you're a nice guy, too. I like your personality.
1: So, well, so let's go back. So you started with Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. It's a great... Actually, I, started, I started as
5: a carpenter. I was going to be a, a theater carpenter, and I was working in San Diego, and I was by myself on stage building some stuff, and the pit band was coming in for a, a playthrough, and I happened to know a few of the songs, so I was just singing there by myself on stage. And I get this, hey, you, from the back of the theater and ended up being the theater owner and offered me to not only get my equity card, but also to be in the next couple of plays that he was producing. And my first one that I did was Pal Joey with Dean Jones and Patricia Morrison.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. I, I, know Patri- I knew Patricia Morrison years and years ago. Yeah, was- lady. Well, she was a very young girl when I knew her, and she was green as they came. Uh, she's a stunning-looking girl, just a, a weird-looking face. She didn't have the traditional beauty. She had some kind of serpentine, I would say, right? Serpentine beauty, and um, interesting. Great
5: legs, on great legs.
2: I don't think I ever saw her legs. I don't remember what, where we were together, but I was with her for a few times, only because Marilyn Monroe's stand-in was a good friend of mine. Uh, in later years, not when Marilyn, w- when I w- was alive, I never knew Marilyn, but her stand-in was good friends with her. I think they were roommates at one time, something like that. But yeah, Patricia was, was very interesting looking. Great. Well, so, I... Wait, hang on with me. So you were like Lana Turner. She got discovered in Schwab's and you got discovered on a stage.
5: I was, it's, it's, yeah, you don't really get discovered anymore, you know. It's, uh, I was very fortunate to be able to work with Sandy Barron. Um, Dennis Cole, we did Boys in the Bad together. Cole.
2: Now, oh, I knew now you're now you're talking about my friend. Dennis was my good friend when he was married to Jackie. Uh, Jackie, what? Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith from because I was on that show. I did a a, a what do you call it? A, what was it? Charlie's Angels. I did one. I played a pimp, but. Um, Oh, Dennis was terrific. I love Dennis. We used to jog together uh, a couple, every couple of days at the Beverly Hills High School, because I lived on Spalding Drive right across the street from Beverly Hills yeah, High
5: School. I, I know it well. know it well.
1: Great.
2: That's, and that's where Dennis and I used to jog. Burt Lancaster sometimes co- would join us. Those were the days when Hollywood was wonderful. When Lana Turner lived, not Lana, um, Rita Hayworth lived across the street from me in Penthouse 4, the building on the corner. I was 306 South Spalding, and she was across the street. Next door to me was the guy from Mission Impossible, the black fellow. What was his name? I forgot. Terrific guy. Next door to me, I mean, it was all celebrities. Oh, what? What am I talking about? A Barbara Parkins from Peyton Place lived right next door. I would look out my kitchen window and see her patio where she would dry her underwear, panties and bras, on the sh- uh, shrubbery. She put it all out there.
5: On <laughs> the shrubbery.
2: On the shrub, I'd look out my kitchen, because I was on the second floor of my house, and I would see her panties and stuff on that. And I also saw her, I could have squealed, but I would never do such a thing, having an outrageous love affair with a very, very famous married actor. And um, they would be in the living room, and I would feel so guilty. So one day I did say to her, Barbara, close the drapes when your friend comes over. She said, oh my God, you could see? I said, yeah. She said, oh crap, that's all I need. I said, well, anybody, you know and he's a very famous actor anyway she broke up or they broke up and she moved and she went back home she was heartbroken from him
1: so so i want to go though because like first of all i'm a horror how do you say horror movie how do you Which say horror? horror horror like h o r r o r horror
2: we say horror 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 i say horror a horror to us is a horror <laughs>
5: A hoe? Is that a, a garden implement?
2: Well, yeah. No, but so if if you say she's a horror, we think, oh my God, she's a whore. No, we call them horror, a horror film. I have
1: a thing I have a, thing. I have a thing. I have a thing about like really cheesy horror movies, like sci-fi movies. And uh, like first of all, Killer Tomatoes. Um, like Killer Tomatoes. Well, that's even like really, really. But but <laughs> you've got ba- two I of love them. That movie. you've got two of them now. I haven't seen either one of these, but I'm going to look for them now that I've seen that you're okay. in it. But uh, first you got Lake Placid versus Anaconda, which I've seen all the Lake Placid movies and all the Anaconda movies. Oh, I've movies. seen
2: Anaconda. Now I know um, where and, I know you
1: from. And it stars Corin Nemec, who's actually been a guest on the show like two years ago. We had him on the show. And now I
2: know where I know his face. I love that he movie. He wasn't in that one. He's
1: in this one. Lake, which one? Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Basically, yeah. it's a crocodile. We haven't seen that. You've never He's seen it? great. great. Yes, Butler. Yes. yes Butler. So we don't know with this with, guy this, this from the,
2: from High Strong. This is from, no, I know him from someplace else because I recognize well, him.
1: Well, we saw Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. He's in oh, that. Oh, okay, now we I saw know. Spectre,
2: which was the yeah, last James um, Bond movie. He's in that. I've seen a lot. I've <laughs> seen a, Nigel. I've seen a lot of your work. You're um, good. You're good. You're not. And then, you're not cheesy. Uh,
1: so, like, wait, because so tell me about is Lake Placid versus Anaconda? Is it pretty good for like a cheesy, like cool movie? Because like I love it's, both of those movies. The first one had Betty White. It was awesome. It's,
5: it's cheese whiz. It's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely okay.
1: brilliant. Did you, like, did you like Sharknado? That'll give me an idea. <laughs> uh,
5: you know, I, I, I liked it very much. I did a, I did a sci-fi called Robo Shark.
1: Yeah, and, that was the next uh, thing I was going to bring up. You play like the captain or something, right? Or a general or I something.
5: Play, I play an admiral. Admiral Nathan Black. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Jeffrey Landau from Canada wrote it and directed it. And we shot it in Bulgaria. It was absolutely cheese and a half. Brilliant.
2: I'm totally going to get I, these.
1: I, like I love
5: these movies. movies. I, we Did love Sharknado. No, you
2: know what my favorite one is? The one where the worms are underneath the desert, and they come up and they eat the oh, people. Tremors. Tremors. <laughs> I've seen every one of them, even Tremor 5, which was the dud of duds, <laughs> where it was a, Western, a Westerner, when it, where it all began, and they kept the secret. Don Michael,
5: Don, Don Michael Paul directed that. He also directed me in a film that's coming out called Sniper Ghost Shooter. And he's a he's a great director, but that was his, uh, Tremors was his.
2: I love those Tremors movies. I watch them over and over again. they're guests. Jump on the rock, they won't eat you. I love the, whole- <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. Jump on the rock. So Robo
1: Shark is like a robotic shark?
5: Yeah. What happened was this um, starship comes down and deploys a pod in the ocean, and the great white eats it, and he...
1: Wait, I lost sure. it. Okay. I I can't wait to see it. Like I, I just love that stuff. I'm gonna go looking for it now. Like I'm sure it's a video on demand someplace, right? <sighs> uh oh. Chad, what happened? We lost his
2: vo- yeah. we lo-
1: audio. Oh there he is. Okay. Okay. Um I can't wait to see it. I think it's gonna be um, I, can't, I, I can't wait to see both of them. And I also know that you did a movie with Alexandra Paul, which we had her on the show also, called Firequake, which I don't know if that's a cheesy movie or not because I, I haven't heard of it. Tell us a little bit yeah, about Firequake.
5: It's it also a cheesy movie. Um, it's, it's an experiment gone wrong. Uh, Alexandra played the uh, scientist involved with... Um, Getting a Helios, which was a process of extracting old coal out of disused coal mines, and uh, I play this character who's pushing it a little bit too fast, and everything goes wrong. It's absolutely great.
1: I'm going to see. I'm going to go. I'm going to watch like, all those different films because I think they're fabulous. And then I was watching. Tell everybody what's your Instagram, real quick.
5: Nigel Barber Act.
1: Okay, which is the same as your Twitter, at Nigel Barber Act. You guys have to f- have to go to his Instagram, like his pictures. He's got great, great pictures on Instagram. And, uh, and in there, you'll see him wearing these like rainbow-colored skates for Xanadu the musical. Xanadu. Uh,
4: that with, is, that
1: with,
5: was great. I just had a really nice run in London. It was, um, I got to meet uh, Douglas Bean, who actually wrote the, uh, the play. And uh, I and played the played part that Tony road. Roberts played.
1: Do you really
2: skate around on skates?
5: I really skate around on skates. That's you <laughs> know, nice hanging out
2: too. I, I used hanging. to be an ice skater, so hanging
5: I, out in in uh, in Venice Beach uh, sure. during my ill spent youth.
2: I would love that. Oh, I could do that. I, I, can do I skate skating. very well. I can ice skate as well. His was roller skates, but you know I can roller. skate Can you ice very skate
1: too, well. Nigel? Uh, on my ankles.
2: <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> but getting back to cheesy films a quick story i interviewed tippy hedron and i'm friends with tippy over the years and tippy told me that when hitchcock was doing the birds he wasn't sure it was going to work because how many people really want to go see a film about birds that attack so he hired tippy as an unknown actress she hadn't, she hadn't worked because he, he wanted grace kelly and grace kelly turned it down what was that for t- to catch a thief Oh, just, he did No, Grace Kelly. I'm positive he wanted Grace Kelly. And they didn't think it was be, be good for a princess, I believe, to be eaten by birds. So Tippy took the part, absolutely. And the movie became a sensational hit. So it goes to show you, if you have weird things like birds and snakes, you have a hit movie. Look at Snakes on a Plane. That movie was very interesting, Snakes I in the Sharknado. Plane. Like I love Sharknado. we one, cracked so. up laughing from that one. So I these cheesy it. movies aren't so cheesy, folks. They were better than Batman versus Robin. That's Batman versus sure. Superman. <laughs> Superman,
1: whoever it was. Ron, didn't like, Ron and I didn't like that. I'm a huge superhero buff. I love they, they, all these superhero movies, but I did not like Batman yeah. versus and, Superman. And
2: Batman wasn't with Robin because they broke up. <laughs> and, and Robin got the house and the cars and the dogs. <laughs>
1: Also, okay, so I because I now I'm watching your Twitter and uh, and you're in a new short. First of all, I have to say, okay, because I've been in about 50 shorts. I don't put mine on IMDb because they're so pathetic. They look like they were shot like uh, with a broken camera phone. And so I went on looking, and you've done a bunch of shorts. <laughs> Your shorts like all have like famous ass people in them and they're like really shot they're like miniature movies like th- like like you would see like at the Academy Awards. So number 1 I have to say congratulations because every time somebody tells me they're doing a short I cringe because like you look at it and it's just like the biggest piece Listen. of shit you've ever seen. And then I look at yours and you're like, "Oh my god, and these are like films that could like be nominated for Oscars and they could be like in a movie theater, you know, like like they're really high quality." So number 1 congratulations on that. And you have a horror short that you just did called The Telephone. Um, because I saw the guy tweet about that you were coming on the show, so I want to make sure we talk about the telephone because it looks awesome. And
2: uh, yeah, but the shorts that Nigel d- gets into are films, the shorts you get into, are the men you meet, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so I couldn't let that go. I couldn't let that go. I had to get
1: in there. Or I wouldn't sleep. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the telephone, because I'm sure the director's going to listen to this and, uh, yeah, and I hope put, so. put it because it looks really cool.
5: It's, in, it's still in post. Um, I think it's, they're going to be able to release it sometime in the next month or so. It's... Um, all of these genres, they're basically the homage to the genre, and, and the telephone itself is... Well, if we can combine a little bit of of, um, of... of the mother in the Bates Motel, and... I play a character by the name of Max who's haunted by the memory of his mother, and... Hmm in this old house where he lives as a telephone that's always ringing and uh, never gets to be answered except for the people that are killed it's uh it's, it's a really interesting concept very perfectly filmed in the north of england and i really enjoyed being in that one
2: you played the psycho son yeah i, well,
5: I don't really think that i'm psycho there. but what he did was weird
2: well, I hope your character's not gay, because every time they show gay people in film, we're always psycho bitches or something. <laughs> we're forever stabbing, killing, shooting, or killing people. And we object to that. And we would like to be shown as decent, nice people that we are. There you go.
1: <laughs> also, I saw you got a film, Capsule. Uh, about the, it's a 1959 Cold War space thriller. That one actually looks really good, too, like a real film. That one doesn't look like a cheesy film.
5: It's uh, it's not a cheesy film. It's an incredible project, totally independently funded, directed by uh, Andrew Martin, uh, lens by Felix Forrest, uh, Ben Kingsley's son, Edmund Kingsley is in it, um, and it's basically about a an astronaut going into a capsule and having problems, mechanical problems, where he's traveling over other people's airspaces. The Russians at that time, the Americans, um, it's really special, a very, very good film. And it's um, premiering in London at the uh, Sci-Fi Festival here on the 27th, so we're all looking forward to seeing that.
1: I love it. I have to say, too, like... Like, you're, like, very, like, in demand, and I don't know, like, if going to England helped or it's just because you're really good at what you do, because, like, on your IMDb, it says you have 10 upcoming projects, and you've got, like, all these projects you just completed, so number one, I just want to say congratulations, it seems like, you know, the career is starting, is, is taking off well for you, you're getting in some really high-profile stuff, and you're busy, and you're also a voiceover actor, because I called you the other day. I do a lot
5: of I do I'm a lot of voice work.
2: Yeah, I was going to say you, you have a, a good voice. You have a great voice, voice yeah, for that. I was going to say that.
4: Now listen, it. can
2: I ask you a question? You don't have to answer me if you don't want to. But <laughs> now I have to see if I can remember the goddamn question.
4: <laughs> oh
2: my God, it just flew out of my It's a good one too. It's a great question. Oh, 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 this is the question. It's related to what I just did. Do you have difficulty remembering your lines? Because I do.
5: Um... No, but I think I have to work really hard to get that way. Some people can pick up a script and in two or three minutes know it. I know that I have trouble, so I'm constantly working on it. So it's just something you do. Anthony Hopkins said that he needed to read a script 400 times before it set in. So, you know, I don't have any fear about not remembering, but because I work so hard on learning my lines, and that's the most important thing. You know, If <laughs> anybody says, what's what's the big the special, the secret tip that you can give, learn your lines.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just did a movie like two years ago called what was it called? It was called Croker. Croker. And you should croak from it. It was so bad. It's worse than Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. So like,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's no, no, top no. 10 worst it, movies. it
2: was a very low budget, like $5,000 or something like that. I don't know what it was. And um, I couldn't remember my lines. Luckily, the guy that was shooting it couldn't have cared less, so I made the whole thing up. I didn't have to remember any of my lines. I just spoke whatever I felt like was related. (laughs) Songs on topic. What was related to the subject. You know, like the guy said to me, uh, No, I said to him, Your brother, it killed you. You killed your brother or something. Who remembered the friggin' line? So I turned around and I said, What? You think I don't know that you killed your brother? And I went into a Shakespearean soliloquy. It was wonderful. (laughs) And everyone that sees this bomb, they all say, Ron, you were good. But, you know, it was. I played a cop from Brooklyn, so the accent was okay. You know, I just put it on a little
1: yeah. thicker. So what, out of all your projects you've, you've actually completed, what is your, what's your, do you have a favorite? I won't say what's your favorite. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I never do that. Never pigeonhole yeah, that. I,
5: I, I enjoy most of the things that I do. I'm very, very blessed to have that. I, I, I really enjoyed working with Alec Baldwin in Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation. I thought that was, uh,
2: okay, that
5: was now, a really a really nice, nice project, oh, but awesome. I, to be honest, and I'm, I'm not trying to be glib or anything, everything I do, I love, and I, maybe that comes from being of a certain age, where you realize it's just fun, have a nice time, like you guys, I mean, have a nice time, absolutely,
2: well, the beautiful part about my age is I don't give a damn. Because I'm not looking to be famous, make a lot of money, or be a star. I enjoy what I do. I'm glad that I have where to go and what to do and, and have fun with it and have the fan base that I have. I mean, I never had these fans when I was young. I mean, I've got any, thousands of people from all over the world because of Skype and because of Facebook and because of all the other, like twat, Twitter, whatever the hell it is, that other
1: crap. And even though, like, we're having some technical difficulties with you today in general, this is still a super cool thing that you're like in England. Yeah, you know yeah, we're talking great. to you here in Pennsylvania, and, and technology. I'm
5: overwhelmed. With it. The technology is great. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm sitting in my living room in London. You guys are on the other side of the world, and it's an incredible tool that we're blessed with. Absolutely brilliant. Well,
2: absolutely. if Skype worked, it would be better. <laughs> We would be more blessed, but uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you on the next uh, film that Michael's doing out in LA, because we're moving out to LA, I'm from LA for a long time, now we're moving back, Jimmy and I, we're going to live in Palm Springs, because I love Palm Springs, it's very gay and very fun, and I have so many good friends there, actor friends, gay actor friends, who of course we don't discuss who they are, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but they're famous in big and in closets. Oh, we have one friend that's there, John Bowerman. You know who he is? Yes, I do. Yeah, he's gay. He and his lover. He's but he, huge. He's huge, though, in England, John Bowerman, because he's from
1: Scotland.
5: He's, he's, he's a, a superstar over here.
2: Oh, he is?
1: Actually, that's our oh, number where one I see that, bitchy that's, queen. Our, that's our number one show. We got like uh, like 9 million
2: plays. He never said that. You know how he started the interview with us? He had a rubber blow up doll, and he was tongue kissing it on, <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> he's so crazy. I love yes. it. He's yeah, a great
5: great performer, really passionate about what he does, very generous with his time. Brilliant.
2: Talent. He writes, he sings, he acts, he dances. Yeah. He's a yeah. multi, multi talent. And he's
1: Doctor Who over there, which Doctor Who is huge <laughs> over there. So here he's well, not he's so in Doctor Who. He's not, it's not he's, he's not. He was in,
5: yeah, he was one of the ones at Doctor Who. I just finished doing a film with uh, David Tennant, who was also a Doctor oh, Who, next. and I think he's pretty popular in the States now as well.
1: Very I popular. I know that name, David yeah, Tennant. He's, he's very popular. You also have a movie called Dropkick, which I don't yes, know. Yes. I wrote it down. I'm not, <laughs> I a, I must have written it down because it looked cool.
5: <laughs> President of the United States. And oh, it all takes place. Is.
1: Okay, yes.
5: takes place in his bunker. And, uh, yeah, a great film, another one. I'm just so lucky. I uh, have so many, and a few more coming up as well. So that's going to be nice to come back on your show and uh, and tell you about them as well.
2: Whenever you want. Yeah, back. if we, if bring we you back. think you're a lemon and a bomb and a boar, we thank you very much and have a nice life. But uh- <laughs> <laughs> we like you, we we invite you back. And certainly and since we're gonna be in the same film, the next film that Michael does, <laughs> why are you laughing? Michael told me that, he swore it. I oh, said, You're oh, gonna be in it. I said, Don't bullshit me, Michael. He said, I'm not bullshitting you. He said, You're crazy. I want you in my film. We're gonna write a piece for you because you're a funny they're guy. They're doing
1: the sequel. He said they're hopefully if everything goes well in September they're gonna start working on the sequel. They'll probably
2: have me in a cheat tutu and ballet slippers pirouetting across the stage. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i,
5: I okay. can imagine that
1: so how about how about being in a james bond film first of all do you like james bond was that like a, i mean i would imagine for almost love everybody james. that's like a really love cool it, thing. love to, it even if you just like <laughs> walk through a room in james bond it would be cool i would like to be it's, in a james it's, bond. it's
5: an incredible incredible franchise to be involved with i was very fortunate uh, to have a wonderful interview with debbie mcwilliams who was a casting director who's casted the last 15 bonds and um it wasn't a great part, and it wasn't a, a monster part, but to be part of that franchise and work with um, with Sam Mendes and the people, the creatives, and that absolutely brilliant, wonderful.
1: So, do you? Because Ron, right, Ron was asking before. Is hang on, Ron was asking before. Like, if you uh, do, you get to do any like romantic like lead parts? Because he said like you're a great looking guy. Like, have you had any romantic lead parts?
5: You know, I'm afraid that that uh, ageism has a lot to do with it. You know, if oh, I.
2: Not anymore, Nigel. Over, over, I, over. They got all the I, old I, eggs now. Like R. Welch is going to do a film now, a hot one in bed sex with an older guy. They're showing that. Oh, look, I still have sex with Jimmy. He's a younger guy than I am. I mean, what do you think? Because you turned fifty, your, your dick falls off. I mean, give me a break.
5: No, I think we're talking about we're talking about selling tickets. To
2: yeah, but we're selling tickets. We have more senior citizens on the planet now than ever in the history of humanity. Senior citizens are sick of going to see these jerky blow up, stab me, chop my tits off movies. We want to go see older people that we could relate to in a romance. We have more divorces today than ever. Years ago, it was a sin and a shame and a, and a shanda to get a divorce. Today, it's not. So, you have
1: like the like the exotic Marigold hotel that had like yes, older older. I people. could
2: I could see you making out with Raquel Welch. Absolutely. I, She's
1: I, knew, I knew
5: Raquel when her last name was Tahada. She was okay. Miss Roughwater Swim nineteen sixty eight in La Jolla where I grew up. Okay. And, uh,
2: who is that? <laughs> yeah, I know Raquel also from hundred years ago because Raquel and I at the same age. We're both seventy-five years old, so we came up in Hollywood the same time. When she was nobody, I was nobody. we were all the nobodies.
1: <laughs> so hold she, on, let's let's go then. Okay, so if you could have been, if you could be in any movie that's ever been made, who would? Uh, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And who who's the one person that you think, if you could act opposite, who's who's the one person you'd like to like act the opposite that you haven't already had an opportunity to do so with?
5: I'd, I'd really like to do something with Al Pacino. Um,
2: nope. No, no, you're gonna make out with like, Al Pacino. We're
1: talking. No,
5: about- no, like- if you're talking about a, a woman, that'd be different. You asked me from an actor's point of view. I, I said oh. from
1: an actor. I wasn't
2: meaning No, you have woman. to be careful. Nowadays, there's no such thing as actor or actress. They're all actors. I know, but
1: I don't care if it's a guy. I, who no, but even the women call
2: themselves actors. I know, but I
1: don't care who want. whoever he would like to work with. I didn't, but, get, it didn't but, mean but it he, to have to Yeah, romantic. but he
2: misunderstood. He doesn't want to make out what Al No, geez. but
1: I didn't say romantic. <laughs> I,
5: mean, <laughs> I, didn't, okay. I didn't misunderstand. I didn't.
1: didn't okay, well, t- give us a romantic one, then, because Ron wants to know who you want to make out with. Yeah,
2: I want to I <laughs> see him in bed with a woman having sex I, in a movie. I, Why?
5: Always it, have, I've always had a special place in my heart for Michelle Pfeiffer.
2: Oh, that's oh, a good one. That, my daughter looks just like her. That's a good oh, one. Oh, that's a good one, Michelle. I've never met Michelle Pfeiffer. I'd like to. See, now, if we saw you making love to Michelle Pfeiffer, people would change their opinion of growing older. Meanwhile, you're not even that old. What are you, about 50? He's no, I'm 65. Oh. All right, so good. So you're 10 years younger than I am. That's okay. Um, I would like to see older actors. There are still, I mean, handsome actors that, that, not fat and disgusting ones. You know, nobody wants to see that anyway. What
1: movie, though, would, then, would you have, any movie that's ever been made, is there a movie that you wish, hey, I wish I would have had like this role?
5: Uh, all of them. I mean, every time you see something, it just, it's, <laughs> I, I'm just blown away by the quality of product that we're able to produce today. I'm not much for sci-fi as far as the computer-generated things, but the, what, what they do, absolutely brilliant. I, uh, I enjoy everything I do. So you, you're trying to put me on the spot with a specific not
1: role. Jimmy does like that. Like, if you could have been in, like, South by Southwest, or you could have been in Goonies, or you could have been in any movie, what movie do you think North, would have been North, fun to be, North be in? North by Northwest. Oh, North by Northwest, sorry.
5: No, no Country for Old Men.
1: Oh, that's a good
2: one. Okay. Now, if I could have been in a film, I would have wanted to be when I was 20 years old, and it would have been an affair to remember with Cary Grant, but I would be the one that was in love with Cary Grant. So (laughs) So I would play play the Deborah Carr part, and it would be a gay film. It would be two guys meet on an ocean liner and fall in love, and Cary Grant would be the guy i fall in love with. Cary Grant (laughs) is the most magnificent man that ever walked the face of this earth. Yeah. No actor will ever compare to Cary Grant. He had everything that every man wishes. I wanted to be Cary Grant. Instead, I became Jane Russell. (laughs) (laughs) I made a wrong turn somewhere. (laughs) You gotta love it. I love it.
1: Okay, so so here's great. what we're gonna do. Uh, okay, so you guys, first of all, if you wanna um, follow Nigel on Twitter, it's at Nigel Act, Act That's the same thing he is on Instagram. You really wanna go to his Instagram, like his pictures, follow him. He's really got great pictures, and and he puts pictures up for all his projects, and uh, it's really amazing. Like I, I love I, I love that you're thriving. You know, and that that the ageism isn't really like affecting you, except for no love scenes. That you're getting a lot of work. You're a great talent. <laughs> Everybody has to go see you in High Strung movie um, because just the movie itself is fantastic. Um, do you have a co- do you have like a a download link for it? Because if not, I think I have one I can send you since you're in no, it. No, I
5: don't, and that would be great. But I'm sure Michael's worked something out. He's been so busy promoting this, and I have so much respect for him. He just grabbed and it.
2: You know what? I worry so much- about him. I worry about him because he's lost a lot of weight, and he's really really. You pushing, know, he's out. Every, I mean, like, he's out all the time, working it, working, it. and and so they're is in his, Miami today. I know, and so yeah. is his wife. His wife is right alongside. She's of him fabulous, and she's pushing Janine it. Janine is great. Yeah, I
5: love, is great. I love Janine.
2: I love Janine. They, Janine.
5: they deserve. I think that couple, they're just good people, you know. And you want them to have so much success all the time. They're they're, they walk their talk. They do no harm. They're Not, just great human beings
1: actually in the chat room they're telling you that you should be you would make a good Bond
2: man Nigel Bond yeah you gotta love
4: it yeah that'd be great I have
2: met a million I have met a million legends from Lauren Bacall to Jane Russell to Tony Curtis I've met them all and I've friended uh, many of them but not all of them in today's Hollywood I meet so many and they're all nice but it's kind of like you know darling let's do lunch and you never hear from them again Meeting Michael and Janine, I consider them friends and I love them both. And I will see them. I have invited them to my home because I'm going to cook Italian food. It, as it turns out, Michael's dad, now Michael's mom comes from the same town in Italy that my father came from, which is Genoa. So we have that in common, the pesto, the love of pesto pasta. Michael is a genuine, kind, loving human being and his wife is the same. I am honored, proud to know, though. I know it sounds like a dramatic speech, but I, I wanted to make it that way.
5: It's fantastic. No, You're good people, wrong. I totally agree with you, sir. And if
2: he doesn't put me in his movie, I will disgrace and destroy <laughs> his career that nobody will go see his film. And when they see <laughs> me, they'll throw Listen garbage pails yes. at him. That's no, just, no,
5: don't do that. He's great. He, he's I'm only kidding.
2: teasing. Are you kidding? He's a he's sweetie pie. Great.
5: Great. Right. He's a great, great director, too, by the way. You know, he's, he's an actor, but he's Angel,
2: just... Angel. Wait till you see the movie, The DP. Unbelievable. I flipped out and I'm a, I'm a DP watcher. The DP, that, that's everybody, the director of photography. The DP on this, your film is so incredible. He made the film happen with the music and the way he shot New York and in, incorporate. Fabulous. Great. Right. Can't wait. Go see your film. You're going to love it. <laughs>
1: All right, so, Nigel, we want everybody to follow you on Twitter. We want to thank you for coming on. When you have some of these new projects, we definitely want to have you back. Um, Hopefully all this is going to work out. We don't have too many technical. He's
2: shooting in September. He's shooting, too. Yeah, we're going to see you soon. So we'll see you in September. Yeah, when when you come to
1: the States, when we live in Palm Springs, and you come to the States, you'll come to dinner.
2: Absolutely, with them. I fell in love with uh, Michael's uh, mother-in-law, Coco. Have you ever met Coco?
5: Coco, She's great.
2: I love her. I've invited her, too. So it's going to be a big reunion of that film. (laughs) You got to love it. And the young kid that's in it is magnificent. He's gorgeous. He's He's from England. I know. And he's the next sex symbol. And that girl is absolutely delightful. She's beautiful and charming. Those two kids are going to be superstars soon. The movie's gone places. I thought, you know... I have to lie when I see it. We all have to do it in our business. Gee, we liked your film. It was really nice. And I said to Michael in the beginning of the interview, I said, if I don't like your film, I'm not going to interview you at the end of the film. Well, at the end of the film, he said, what do you think about my film? I said, I cannot believe. And then I went to, it's wonderful. And I meant it with my heart. I loved it. The music is beautiful. The dancing is beautiful. The story is traditional. It's charming, Romeo and Juliet, but it, it works. Yeah, I would. And I Jane would,
5: Seymour was brilliant to work with Jane, Paul Freeman I, I, as well. Absolutely brilliant.
2: I love Paul Freeman. I was disappointed. <laughs> and I told Michael, what, what? You gave Jane three lines. <laughs> I mean, I saw how she, she flipped in and she flipped out. I mean, come on. He said he's going to give her better lines in the next film. I said, you know, people. <laughs> so Jane, that's
1: you, too. We we'll well, have to get him. Both of you. Two yeah. In it. I mean, you go to see yeah. Jane
2: Seymour and then she's not there. We have to go. So, everybody,
1: yeah. So, oh. Nigel, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We think you're a super. An guy. absolute pleasure. My apologies, yep. the technical
5: issues. Thank yep. you so very, very much. God bless. Uh-huh. Nigel, a you're,
2: you're a plege- pleasure. See you in LA. Bye. Okay. God <laughs> bless. Thank you. Aha. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, what Chad. What a nice man. What a nice guy. Hey, Chad. Yeah,
3: hey, that's me.
1: Um, so here's here's my only like concern because like I couldn't see him on my screen at all. I don't know why so I was thinking maybe we take a music break and I recall you because I don't want that same problem to be uh, happening on the next one where I can't see him when he calls in
3: Roger that we go on so, video or music
1: um, I saw him on my screen. Um, you didn't see him on here yeah, I did no, you didn't he's not there he wasn't there.
3: You might have seen it on the ITV Ronnie.
1: You're oh, seeing it on ITV. I'm um, seeing things. Um, so yeah, let's. Um, you can do either one. You want to do Hunter, and the, Hunter in the Dirty Jacks, Rock and Roll Soul?
3: Yeah, sure.
1: And then I'll hang up from you, and uh, and I'll call you right back.
2: Now I'm seeing things. I
3: love. Oh boy, we're rolling. Okay.
0: Take a look at me now, I'm down to play today. You could string me up and bring the crowd, that's what I need to say. Voice of an angel, entertainment for a king, no oh, rhythm to speak. I wish to God you could sing. Finding Helen the Troy in a real world style. Could start a religion with a launch code smile, and I won't go batch the box soul Here's my I need, baby.
4: I need to make me walk. Yeah, I'm to go.
0: Yeah, I'm about. Yeah, You'll me to find my way to bring this to the top. I got the locks and the golden charts. There's no way this won't
1: Rock and Roll Soul, the actual uh, song is out of now, and the album's getting ready to come out in a couple of
2: weeks. That's a good song. It's heavy rock, heavy metal. No, it's but rock. That's it's not heavy, heavy metal, metal. to no, me. It's not ah. like heavy metal.
1: No, heavy metal's like, oh, I don't know what to tell you no, about heavy metal. But that
2: was like heavy metal of years ago. It wasn't so heavy back then. It got heavy <laughs> as it got older.
3: <laughs> it's like Southern rock, really. Isn't that right.
1: Wouldn't that be considered kind of Southern rock, Chad? Ro- uh, no. Chad?
3: It reminded me of, uh, what was it, the, uh, the not the Count Crows, but the Black Crows, kind of.
2: Like the Black Crows.
3: Yeah, it's kind of pop rock.
2: Is everybody that's listening and watching our show having a good time? We are. Yeah! That, That was a fun guest. And it seems that all our guests like our show and they like Jimmy and I because we're regular guys. We have fun. We talk to them like and if we, we were, have problems just like everybody yeah. else on here. <laughs> I mean, every guest I talk to, I mean, I spoke to Lauren Bacall like this and, and all the great stars of Hollywood. I never p- put on airs like, how do you do? And it's, you know, I never. I was my crazy little self and they all thought I was adorable and they liked me. So before you get excited when the next guest calls,
1: oh, or let me introduce everybody. I can't breathe. I know, but I need to- I, I cannot I need, breathe. I need to be able to introduce everybody because oh I a good beginning. Christopher
2: Sheffield. Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Hey, Chad. Yes, sir. You know, so like my Skype screen has this big advertisement in the middle of it for bling. Bing. Is that like that's going to go away, right, when he calls in?
3: I have no idea because you're running some type of second party recorder over that thing. So that could be that your uh, application that you're recording with doing that, not actually Skype because I've never seen Skype ads pop up.
1: Oh, really? I always have them pop up, but I never had them. Well, get rid of it. Usually they're on the side, though, and this time it's in the middle. It just just disappeared and then came back. If Hmm. we can't record Charles, I'm going to kill you. Me? me. nothing to do with it.
3: You kill the guy next to you on the right. I don't have anything to do with it. You have everything to do with it.
1: (laughs) All right, everybody. Also, just to let everybody know, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio. We're also on iTunes, Audioboom, SoundCloud, Stitcher. If you want to see the videos, we're on Roku Television and YouTube. And make sure you get the W4CY radio app. It's super important to get it, so don't forget it. Chad, how come you're peeping Chad in the chat room?
3: Because I'm peeping Chad. I'm okay. peeping in the chat room. So okay. I'm peeping Chad. You have to pee? You're peeping? not peeing, Chad. It's peeping
2: i right, put. you said you were pee peeing. <laughs> you were pee peeing I'm, re-
3: Ch- I'm recording on my end too just in case i know that oh yeah okay you good, don't get yeah.
2: it i know that you're at your booth and you may have your wastebasket basket down and you're peeping in it while you're at the booth because how are you going to get up to go to the bathroom
3: i get up and i go to the bathroom
2: when we're talking sure but how do we get up? and to hopefully
3: go- jimmy doesn't go hey chad
2: I, that's the problem It does but, you know, but if we have to pee we just sit here and pee in our pants and let it go on the floor because we can't get up
3: got your little catheters in perfect
2: we just got a cool
1: tweet from Nigel Barber too it says thank you Jimmy and Ron you guys rock can't wait to chat with you again oh he's
2: fabulous I can't wait to see him in LA he's a good guy and we'll be in the same movie isn't that fun yes folks I'm going to be in the sequel to uh, what is the movie called <laughs>
3: <laughs> big star come on now
2: what is it called High Strung movie. High Strung.
3: <laughs> High Strung 2.
2: I'm going to be in High Strung 2. We're filming in September. Hopefully. Well, yeah. But I'm they're in still it.
1: working. I No, but hopefully they're still they're still working on This one has to do well enough that This they one's going to do well. Let me tell
2: one. you Jimmy. This film, I you know, I always kind of when it's friends that are doing a film, I always feel badly if it stinks. This film is good. It's about time we have a film that is interesting, beautiful and mu- and a, it's a lovely film. It's, it, you know, it's nothing is blowing up folks if you go there expecting to see people's body parts fall off it's not going to happen or if you want to see a building come down and kill hundred thousand people not gonna happen it's a beautiful love story with the most beautiful dancing and music for everybody not just like you know old bag music or young hip-hop they have it's got everything it's something for everything. everything it's it's a good good friggin movie and if Michael didn't do it and, and I didn't know who did it I'd talk good about
3: it Jimmy did you call me on group? I don't know So I can't add Charlie uh,
2: oh, You want me to hang
3: up and you you, can't Why don't you play a
1: song <laughs> And I'll hang up and recall <laughs> I don't know. think I did But I'll Maybe try it again know how to
4: try.
3: <laughs> Make sure you don't call me on group Alright Put
1: some music on Call the paramedics having having right? Somebody
3: call 911.
0: i go to Liverpool tomorrow If you said you'd meet me at the docks I'd set my clocks and I'll be up early I'll catch a train I'll sleep against a window pane Tomorrow Well tomorrow I'll be gone And I'd go to Manchester tomorrow If you'd meet me in the traffic Centre I'll be there in plenty of time Oh I, I you'll be mine tomorrow Well tomorrow you'll be mine I'd settle for a little reciprocation you Jones, will you tell me why? You know me back each time I try To entertain you And I just want to take you home I'd go to London tomorrow If you'd meet me in Trafalgar Square I'll be there in plenty of time before oh, I. You'll be mine tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, you'll be mine. And I don't want standing ovation. I settle for a little reciprocation. Okay. Got you on my arm I'll take you to the place that I love As much as you, go And I do, go I wanna take you home 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 I wanna take you Yeah, there you go.
1: That's Lazy Eye. The name of the song is Katie Jones, and now, everybody, we want to welcome Mr. Charles Shaughnessy to the Jimmy Star Show. Hello and welcome. Hello,
6: thank you, Jimmy. It's great to be here.
1: Before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell.
6: Hello, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: Hello, Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> so nice to see you. Uh.
6: <laughs> And I the- know that voice. I've heard that somewhere before.
2: <laughs> I come from the same town she does. She's flushing. I'm Astoria. So you're gonna hear Oh the- yeah. You're gonna hear the language all over again.
6: You know you know who else went to uh, her high school was Ray Romano too.
2: Yes, I know that. I, w- were- I went to college with not with her, but the same college, not high school.
1: All right. You gotta love it. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy.
3: Charles, welcome to the show, sir.
6: Hey Chad, nice to be here. And Ron Thank you.
3: and Ron, that was a great friend, Tresher, no doubt.
6: I can be, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I let if I really let it go, I can sound worse than her. Right. No, uh-huh. But I don't want to you know, years it took me to learn to get rid of that Astoria accent. But Charles, <laughs> now hang on, if, hang on,
1: hang on. I, we oh. got a chat
2: room full of people. Say hello oh, okay. to everybody
1: in the chat room.
2: Hey, everybody in the chat room.
1: There you go. All right. I have to let Ron talk because he's like having a nervous breakdown. Because I
2: love you to death. I love your show. I know every episode backwards. I could tell you dialogue. I know everything about everybody. I am totally madly in love with Fran Drescher, that bitch, because she (laughs) never calls me back. I have asked her a million. Everybody's been on that show. Lainey Kazan is my buddy. Okay. Ray, I I, I interviewed Ray when she came here to New Hope with Joe. Renee Taylor, I'm talking about. And Anyway, I wanted to tell you. I have a job for you, maybe. You have to get your agent to go after this. Barbara Streisand is doing Funny Girl. They need a leading man to play Herbie Summers. You are Herbie Summers.
6: There you go. All right.
2: You and Barbara Streisand would be... And listen... I'm going to call Lainey up and tell Lainey to call her best friend, Barbara Streisand.
6: <laughs> okay. It's a deal. It's to get a deal. To get you the job. I'll run it by them, you know. It's not a bad idea. I'll run it by my agent. I've got an agent in New York, and oh. he kn- I'm sure he knows what's going on there, so we'll try it.
2: Charles, you'll have to lose the English accent because Herbie was from Brooklyn, but you could- That's okay. I could teach you
6: Brooklyn <laughs> after, after years of hearing I—I <laughs> <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> I could do but my Brooklyn. The, I would I can think do my Brooklyn accent.
2: It's going to be a hit movie because they're thinking of having Lady Gaga play Gypsy. So right. They're, they're going to have you know it's going to be a great cast. Of course Barbara's going to do it Jewish because she said the other one was Waspy, and in fact Gypsy Rosalie was Jewish and the Hunt. What the hell was the name? I forgot. Hodis family or whatever. Right. It's going to be exciting. I would love to see you in it. Now about you. I watched this show with this girl that I think I worked with once in a beauty salon which I'll talk to her about when she comes on the show in, in Queens I worked for a shop very briefly on Utopia Parkway called Altissima. The girl in the shop was Fran. I'm positive it was Fran because of the, the voice, the jokes, everything was the same. Um, never dreaming that she would become Fran Drescher who, who she and oh, by the way her husband, ex-husband was on our show too. Right. Created this fabulous show Now, you pop in, who the hell knew you? I never knew you. I never saw you before. I mean, if you did work, you you didn't become the star you are now. Right. And I thought to myself, it's an idiotic show. The dialogue is really stupid. The accent, I know because I grew up with it, it's never going to hit. Well, it hit. And Charlie, you hit. Everybody that I know in this business, I mention your name, love you. What right. Did that? What you did with those lyric? Li- what you did with those? Uh, with the dialogue. style right? The class you gave it, the sophistication, the way you held off without insulting her, the way you you moved—you were brilliant. You only brought out Fran's other qualities. It was a wonderful, uh, makeup.
6: Well, thank I- you. I'm blushing. You may not be able to see on this camera. Oh, I'm oh, blushing oh, from head oh. to toe.
2: Oh, I am a fan. I fought for for to divorced. I had um. Happily Divorced. Happily Divorced. Peter came on our show. I was fighting for Happily Divorced because Jimmy and I are gay. We're married. And I thought it was about time that we gay people get to see something for us. Not always the straight people get everything. So I fought with them for a long time. But I want my audience to listen to the names of the people on that show. Where the hell are the
6: names? Drum roll.
2: No, here we go. Of course, it's Charles Shaughnessy who played Mr. Sheffield, and Fran Drescher who played the nanny, who was who was Fran Fine, then Renee uh, Taylor who played the mom, Lauren Lane played the snobby bitch. Uh, who who's this now? That I'm looking at Anne. Oh, Anne. Uh, Morgan. How do you say her last name? Goldberg. Uh, played Gilbert. the old
6: lady. She played the yeah. gr- uh Annie Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. Annie, right, and then I Nicole. Pum- Annie Gilbert.
2: Nicole Tom played the eldest daughter. Marlene Zimmer. Madeline. Madeline's- Madeline Zima. I need glasses. Actually, Madeline's coming on the show. Oh, Madeline's
1: She's great,
6: yeah. She's doing- Dear Maddie, you know, after we finished the show, I, I, she, was, she went on to work quite a bit afterwards. And the next time I saw her, I turned on the TV, and there's this much older Maddie, who I still think of as my other,
1: right, daughter. other
6: daughter. And there she is straddling, start naked, straddling David Duchovny. In the pilot episode of Californication, I almost had a heart attack. It was like the (laughs) hardest thing a dad can watch.
2: (laughs) I love it. Well, I have two names more to go. Then we have Ben Salisbury and Raquel uh, Chagall. 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 Rachel Rachel Chagall, who I believe was Fran's real friend from growing up in uh, Flushing.
6: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she was a real pal, and and um um and she had known Renee for a long time too. They had, I think, Renee may even have played her mother in something beforehand. So there was like a lot of kind of kismet about the whole thing.
2: I interviewed uh, Renee. In tw- I knew Renee twice from other things, functions in LA we'd gone to, and then when she came to New Hope uh, to do her show, which New is oh, fabulous. Pennsylvania,
1: we're in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, her show is fabulous, by the way. It's her memoirs about, was right. it, what, same pound, 10 pounds or something, 100 times, something like that. And she was a riot. And of course, Joe was there, Joe Bologna, her husband, who is probably one of the nicest human beings on planet Earth, a really gentle guy. Uh, it's a happy family. Your show was a happy family. Everybody felt love and, and, and joy from it. Now, tell me, why, why aren't you doing a reunion? <laughs>
6: <laughs> because we're a lot older. <laughs> people, which, you know, I don't know the real reason, but the, it's hard because people see the show in reruns. You know, I get, there's a whole new generation of kids that are growing up on the nanny in reruns and you, one forgets that we were 25 years younger. So they get that image in their head of what the nanny and Miss Fine and that, the, that family is like. And then you suddenly see us now, and it's it's a bit of a shock. It's like, wait, the the nanny's turned into the granny. Uh, Mr. Sheffield is kind of, you know, forgetting where he put his glasses uh, constantly. So, you know, it would be a very different show, but possible. You know, the funny thing is, I went out to dinner. Franny threw a birthday party for, for Renee at her house in Malibu, in Franny's house, and so... Some of us were over there, and and we just took a picture. Peter said, come on, let me get a picture of you. So there was a picture of me and Fran and Renee. And I thought, what a cute And I tweeted it out and said, you know, dinner with the mother-in-law. And it went crazy on Twitter. Everyone thought this was a secret (laughs) signal that there was a reunion in the works. (laughs) It blew up into this kind of frenzy. Entertainment Tonight were following it. and, And it was just an innocent dinner with everyone saying, oh, it has to be a reunion show.
2: We not only loved your characters; we loved each actor, each actor's personality. So we know you as family as well. Right. Joan Collins, who I spoke to not too long ago, I said the same thing to jo- you know Joan Collins is of course right, right. Just one of you people. So I said, a mate, uh-huh. so I said to Joan, uh, would you ever do a reunion of Dynasty? And she said, of course. I said that question, I said, but do you think people would, you know, mind that you're a little older? And she looked at me, she said, I'm not older. The people are.
6: <laughs> right. <laughs> God bless her.
2: Yeah, she's, she, well, she looks the same. I mean, you yeah, know. I mean,
6: you're right. You know, they've just done a reunion of um, family, which was it, um, all in the, what's the one they did with? Um,
2: family Ties. The, family, uh, family
6: Ties. Family Ties, the one with the three kids. You know the one that John Stamos was in and
1: oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Full House Full House Full, full house.
6: house that's right they just did Full House so it's in the wind these sort of 90s show 8 90s sitcom reunion shows. so who knows you n- never say never i mean i think everyone would be if they if anyone came up with a good idea i think everyone would be very happy to do it
2: Tell Peter to get off his ass and to put it together again. <laughs> and work beautifully together. I mean, they, they do great work together. The wonderful part is my coming from Astoria, from an Italian Jewish neighborhood. My friends were either Italian or Jewish. So I would be in all their houses. And so many of the mothers were exactly like Renee with the plastic on the furniture, right. with, the, with the Yiddish talk, with all the, the, the funny right. jokes. It, it was so real to life for me. Most people might think of it as fictitious or fun. No, to me, it was my... It was real,
6: I know. I my- mean, we had trouble when it started uh, the, after the pilot. we They got inundated with angry letters saying this is a terrible caricature of a, vi- of a Jewish mother and Jewish family. And um, it's really kind of uh, racist and anti-Semitic. And, and Fran was kind of taken by surprise and said, well, wait till you meet my mother. You know, and so then we met the real Which mom, I- Sylvia. And it's like she had the hair out of here. Yes. And, uh, and not a single thing was that exaggerated. It's, it's, um, and it's a very, it was a very, always a very loving portrait of the relationship and the characters. You know, what I loved about The Nanny is that it was able to, to laugh with and at um, the characters, but always with great hearts, You know, you always knew that there was terrific love and affection um, with those characters, there was nothing mean-spirited or, or nasty about it. Which
2: was- people are? I lived in Boca Raton, Florida, for a lot of years. So did Sylvia. And I ran into her and her husband in a restaurant. In uh, I forgot which one it was. It was an Italian restaurant. And I said to her, "I'm in the business, but I'm acting like a fan because I love your daughter and her work, and she's just exactly what it was." And I said, "The way she does everything." How I lived, all the homes I went into as a young fella were exactly like that. Darling, sit down. What can I get you? What do you want to eat? I right. am dying already. Look what's doing out there, it's schwitzing. I'm fainting already. I'm having a nervous breakdown. I'm used to that dialogue. So when I saw this show, I was so comfortable with it. And right. home,
1: I have to tell you, okay, because like we've, we've been on the air for five years and we've got. I don't know, it's like eight or nine hundred interviews. Mm-hmm. And and literally cause Ron doesn't get real excited because like he lived in LA, he had a TV show, he interviewed Liz all Jane of them. Jane
2: Russell was my dearest and best yeah. friend. Uh,
1: so the only you people know, that he's out. ever been excited about ever in the years in the four years we've been together, he's 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 he's, he's very excited because friends, people said she'd come on the show. I love He's very excited for you and very hot, excited for Kathy Sledge from Sister Sledge. And not only ah. that like there's yeah. 797, well,
6: I, I mean, good company.
1: 797 other people. He's like, okay, you know, that's nice. They've got a Golden Globe, or they've got this, they've got. But it's yeah. not the, it's not Charles Channing, it's not Frank Vester. I mean,
2: Charles, Charles, <laughs> let me name drop some of the people I interviewed on my show in California, which was called Set the Record Straight. I gave every legend the chance before they die to set a legend, to set a record straight. I interviewed Lauren Bacall, Tony Curtis, Cliff Robertson, Jane Russell, uh, Terry Moore. Uh, Jesus, the list goes on and on. And I liked them all. Jane was my best friend. We hung out together. Jane and I were buddies. That's how I got my name, Russell. I took her name years ago. And, of course, I love Jane as a friend. But I've been so... I've, if you read my Facebook pages, you think I'm a psycho. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I write is how excited I am that you're coming on the show. Because... I'm never moved by another actor's performance unless it's perfect. And yours was perfect. I became your friend on that show. I watched it every week and in run run, reruns to be in your company with Fran. To and you're play played on Logo like all, every day now on Logo. Yep.
6: Yeah, it's <laughs> I amazing.
2: I felt like a fly on a wall yeah. looking to your life. Please have a reunion.
6: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll pass it along to the higher authorities.
1: Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Okay, first of all, I want to say because like this, I, I'm gonna lead. Up, I want to lead up to the magicians a little bit because yep. I'm a magician's freak. Okay, so so and first of all,
2: your radio show.
1: Um, so everything that you've got going on, you've done so much great work, and a lot of it has always been very family friendly. Um, I like, I to Get a Clue with Lindsay Lohan. I watch all those yeah. cheesy
2: movies, and right. you did
1: the movie with the New Adventures of Spin and Marty. I mean, like you're <laughs> always like all these like family
2: kind of things. The nanny was a family. Yeah, show. yeah. No, what know, it, what about the uh, the hairdresser? What was it? The beautician and the uh, what was He's not in that.
6: No, that I, that was the, that was the movie version of the nanny.
2: That was the movie. Yeah, but I thought you were in it. No, that's the guy. No, from it tra- was. Um, oh right, right, right. You
6: should other, in it. Why, other, why, why, in it?
2: And and, and
1: also Complain. okay, so you've done all these like family things and and some things that probably a lot of people don't know, which I found really cool because I think you even tweeted it. You tweeted it, I think, today or, or sometime recently that you're a legitimate member of English aristocracy, Lord Shaughnessy V, Baron of uh, Montreal, and Ashford County right. Limerick. That is, like, really cool, which kind of fits for The Magicians also. Right. No, it fits. Right. So, And, and I don't know if I want to give, like, spoilers, but The Magicians, no, you guys, is a show on Sci-Fi. The season finale was Monday, which I haven't seen the actual uh, season. You haven't
6: seen it? I, oh, I, I don't it it's on- not it's not exactly what i would call family friendly <laughs> no.
1: okay it's not family friendly but the show itself you guys is awesome it's kind of like a modern day version of like harry potter in yeah a lot of
6: ways. yeah and it gets the finale the show that you've yet to see at the finale for the season is really intense i mean it's a. Uh, they pull all the stops out on that one.
1: You don't have sci-fi, so I downloaded the series on iTunes, and then they say it's available, and it's available, but I, w- I just finished the show right. before it last night. Okay, so, but this is a very different kind of role for you, like in The Magicians, because you go from, basically, you guys, he, he, there's a, 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 a book. Right. A, a book, it's about fillery and it's like a right.
6: f- magical... It's like place. the Narnia books. It's like the um, C.S. Lewis Narnia books. I don't know if you read those. Uh, so, growing up it's like exactly it's a sort of deliberately based on that about these kids that go through a wardrobe into a magic land and in this case they go through the grandfather clock and i play the author of the books um and there's an episode where they they find the uh, author of the books and he gets involved in the story and he turns out to be not quite the friendly um unclely um old man author that we expect
2: <laughs>
6: put it that i don't
2: know i what we're allowed to we're, say about that if you don't know no, like don't say anything up. because you can't this is a show that you cannot give too much away but he's a real creep you'll die <laughs> <got a> little-
6: <laughs> but then you know the other thing is you should check out if you, you know for my other non-family friendly there was a, a movie i did um uh a, a long time ago um uh called a kiss so deadly a kiss so deadly and i did it on mbc and with charlotte ross um and um it was pretty nasty. Okay. okay. I play someone very, uh, very creepy. Um, and it's also with D.D. Pfeiffer. D.D. Pfeiffer plays my daughter. Um, and uh, Charlotte Ross is the object of my affection. And it was, a very, it was when, it, when NBC were doing Creep of the Week movies. Oh, that's and cool. So, um, and I was doing The Nanny, and I thought, well, this is going to shake it up a bit. So I play this guy who gets a mad obsession uh, uh, for his daughter's college roommate played by and they were trying to and I end up I end up raping and murdering her in the back of a car
2: Mr. Sheffield
6: is <laughs> and, that? and 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 uh, and <laughs> to make it even creepier NBC when they cast the girl that I was going to have this affair with they thought mm, who can we find to do that oh I know Charlotte Ross because she played his daughter for six years on Days of Our Lives so that'll make it even creepier <laughs>
2: Uh, that's right. We, I have a lot of fan mail that came in because of Days of Our Lives. I didn't even know you did soaps, and the, my fans Actually, told Actually, you me. did it a lot. You yeah. were on
6: Days of Our Lives. I thought for eight years. I went for three days, and I was there for eight years, which is why no one kind of it was. It was great because it was a great job, and it was a backwater. You kind of had your own universe that you were very successful in, but no one outside of it knew about it. So when I left. Um, I was able to do the nanny because no one knew who I was. They, If they hadn't seen the soaps, I didn't tell them about it. And so I was able to kind of start all over again. But it what? meant that no one knew me. I, I went on to the sort of auditioning scene and people were like, well, what have you been doing all this time? And I said, well, I've been have, busy I'm- elsewhere.
2: A lot of the women of that, even guys wrote in to my family, uh, Charles Shaughnessy. I remember him from days of, what a gorgeous guy, sexy, hunk, you
6: know. <laughs> got the whole, keep it coming, keep it coming.
2: He got <laughs> the whole Rock Hudson treatment. I mean, I have uh, emails. and oh, there I, he is. And I got all kinds of stuff <laughs> on my. So you got
6: some picture of me. I look about 15 in those things. So wait, 15. wait, let's go
2: back to the, I have to go back to the magicians
1: real quick. Yeah. Not telling anybody anything. Everybody just needs to watch it. First of all, we'll see. It's I don't know. Show. I don't know. Uh, is it coming up for another
6: season? season? Are you renewed? It's been renewed for season two. They're going to start shooting end of June or somewhere in June. I don't know if I'm going to be back in it, but I'm not dead. So, you know.
1: That was going to be my next well, one. Since I here didn't see go. the last episode, I don't know if, if you're dead if, or not. You're okay. not dead. If you're not dead, so
6: there's those good spoiler. I'm, I'm not doing great, but I'm not dead. <laughs> as, as a true
2: fan of Charles, I'm going to tell all of my fans and listeners, do not watch it if Charles is not in it.
6: <laughs> right, and you know what else is a kind of interesting, you know, sidebar? It's written by these two incredibly talented writers, Sarah G- Gamble. Sarah Gamble was uh, the showrunner on Supernatural for years, and then the co-executive producer writer that she works with, her partner on it, is a man called John McNamara, who um, wrote Trumbo, the movie Trumbo, Great that movie. got all that recognition this year in the Academy Awards. So. Um, They're two superb writers behind it.
2: You know, I was going to do a new radio show and I was going to call it T-Radio-V, but I figured (laughs) nobody would listen to some show with a name like that. Would you do that? Would you ever have a show by that name, Charles? You know,
6: I thought, I think T-Radio-V, radio radio in TV is actually a very smart idea. Um, And I thought that it was, you know, it's it's kind of a, a neat idea. It's like this. It's like doing a radio sort of, but a video radio show on the internet, I think, is incredibly smart. So you have a show. Well, we've been doing called, it
2: for a long time,
6: it's and called, it counts. It's called it really Here's works. a
1: Thought with Charles Shaughnessy. But now I notice that you're going on hiatus because you have another project to do.
6: Yeah, this is the, you know, the only trouble with it not being a full-time job is that then things come up and you sort of constantly having to um, do little reruns and go on hiatus. So... It's a little hard to keep it consistent, but I really enjoy doing it. I mean, I I get to just you know say what I think for an hour every week, which you know my wife is very pleased because otherwise she I you know she has to sit and listen to me, sounding <laughs> for an hour. This way she can pack me out of the house, and for one week, for one hour every week, I just get to talk without anyone interrupting. Jimmy. <laughs>
2: Same thing because I'm on for two hours and I was a stand-up comic for 52 years so people never know what comes out of this trap you got to do me a favor Charles there's a name you have to send a kiss to okay because she's listening and she's probably having you know hyperventilation by now you have to say I'm sending you Terry Vecchio a kiss
6: Terry Vecchio this kiss is for you
2: she just dropped dead now you have to pay for her funeral (laughs) No, she's dead. No, she died. Okay, she, so- she's a school teacher, and she's got half of her school now wrapped around the desk, and they're on some kind of a whatever watching
6: you. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. Hi, Terry, and hi, rest of the class. And uh, oh, Terry is the
2: ultimate fan. Terry and I watch The Nanny constantly. We know the dialogue. We could tell you every story backwards. We love this okay, show. Okay,
1: hang on. So I want to do some <laughs> promotional stuff. Okay, first of all, everybody, if you guys want to follow Charles, he's on Twitter. It's at... C underscore Shaughnessy. Just make sure you spell Shaughnessy right. He has a fantastic website, you guys. If you go to Charles Shaughnessy.com, um, he's got a fantastic website. It has links to everything that's Charles Shaughnessy. It's a really good. I mean, you have a really good website because every week I
6: yeah, I, I want to yeah, give a little shout out to Janelle Glickman who does that for me. Who who you know because I'm I'm pretty much a luddite as far as all this stuff is concerned. Everyone out there thinks that I'm one of the best social media guys out there. You know, in terms of actors my age. But I have to say, Janelle uh, keeps me on the straight and narrow. She she knows exactly how to do all that stuff. So, yeah. Janelle,
1: thank you so much yeah, because you also helped set this up. But wait, I want to talk about his website for a second. I so,
2: was going to also. So. I went on it and I go on no one's websites because I couldn't care less. But I went on yours and I was amazed at all the different categories we could click on to find. We even found out how much you have one million four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what?
6: Well, you know, unfortunately, it's like that's a little. A less, uh, less than I had about two months ago. No, maybe a bit more. Like three months ago, I clicked on that site and I had something like $36.8 million. Oh,
2: that's better. Looking so I'm a,
6: little, I'm a little disappointed now, but um, you know, no, no, it was nice while it lasted. Listen, I enjoyed it for like two months. I had 36.8. So I was very uh, enjoyed life for those two months.
1: So I want to say, though, because this is really – one thing I I always find admirable is, like, a lot of celebrities, um, not everybody does a lot to to help the community and and do things, you know, give back, and you do work with at youth risk. But if you go on your your website and click on – you have an Amazon store. right. and if you click on the Amazon store and buy things from your Amazon store, a part of the portion of the proceeds goes to diabetes research, which I think is a, a huge problem in America now. I think the fact right. that you do that is really cool. So I, I really just am and, and bringing I, it I, up. I, it's
6: to kind of, of neat. And so I whenever I go to buy anything on Amazon, I go through my own store, and that's what happens. It, like, kicks some money into, into diabetes. And, oh, yes, you're right. I, I do work with uh, – with uh, Youth at Risk through the um, Robert F. Kennedy Foundation out of Massachusetts, kind of your side of the coast, so your side of the country in, in Massachusetts. And also um, I work with a, a, uh, um, a, a family crisis center here called 1736 that is incredible. They It's entirely uh, volunteer. It's completely, um, they take care of everything that a family running from abuse needs, from shelter, food, clothes, legal help, education, the rest of it. They, re, they place, if kids need to be relocated, they'll do that. Um, so those two organizations, I'm really uh, delighted to do what I whatever I can for.
2: And I love what Fran does for the gay community. Uh, she was at the Philadelphia Gay Pride last year. Um, you know, Fran doesn't have to do that stuff. She really she always talks well. And even the subject matter of most of her shows brings gay people into the world so that the people know that we are here and that we are nice people. Now she married this guy that's like a genius, right? What is he like a what,
6: what Yeah, is uh, Shiva, yeah. He's like he's a scientist and um he when he was very young he developed a program uh, that was sort of the father of email. And um He's got all kinds of uh, extraordinary um, companies that are doing all kinds of extraordinary research into um, uh, modeling, sort of cellular modeling, biological modeling for um, disease and, and drug control. So in other words, instead of having to test new drugs on human or animals, you can test them in a computer model and it will give you the results it's i'm not quite sure what it is it's, it's a little complicated but it sounds pretty brilliant to me
2: it is brilliant and it's amazing that uh friend of all people you know you don't think a friend with a genius you kind of think a of friend with like a blue collar worker a guy that drives a cab that's that goes just from the well trip. that's
6: the character you see that, you know? that, that's, that
2: that's where i'm going with this yeah I'm go- so everyone out there, that's not Fran. Fran is extremely political. She's extremely democratic and very free-thinking. Of everybody is equal and everybody has a right to be here, and that's one of the reasons I love her as well as her acting. I love her personality, and I cannot wait uh, to interview her. Hang
1: on, hang on. We've got five minutes, and I want you to know, go over. I, a few I, I real just want
2: quick. quickly. I I grilled or drilled or grilled Lainey Kazan about it when we had dinner in. Uh, in Florida, a couple of weeks, months ago. And I've done the same thing with Renee, and they all come up with the same stuff about Fran. She's quite a remarkable woman. And I see now in talking to you that you are also. So you guys go beyond stupid actors, you go into smart <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> Say, you got a lot go, of so. Okay, go. so two things. Yeah. One, you have a movie, Sci-Fi, Moontrap, Target Earth. I love these Sci-Fi movies. Is that movie out already? You
6: know, we're waiting to see. It's not out yet. I don't know where it will. You know, very often people make these little movies, and it's a great movie. Um, but we're waiting to see if it's going to get distribution or where it will pop up. So um, stay tuned.
1: Okay, that's number one. Number two, you you have a play that you're going to be doing soon on the East Coast. Oh, we're
6: coming, we're coming. Well, now there's a little flag on that play. Uh, oh
2: shit. Uh, okay.
1: We yeah,
6: I'm dr- actually dr- I'm, dr- I'm leaving this weekend to do another little movie in Hawaii. Uh, um, that? that again called Midsummer Night's Hawaiian Dream. At the moment, that's the working title, and I'm not sure where that'll get re- re- where, where that'll get released. And then I was meant to be going to Connecticut to do How to Succeed in Business, and sadly just yesterday I had to throw a flag on the plate because I'm gonna be doing something else um, over the summer I'm not Actually, at liberty to say yet a while what it is, um, but it's quite exciting. And um,
1: summer, you come back and you can tell us.
6: So I'll tell you, yeah, you'll 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 know somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure when when it'll all be sort of official, but you'll find out. It's not, I have to say, a nanny reunion. Okay, okay. Exactly. Now, but- we're
2: going to work on that because I have Jimmy has over two million uh, Twitter people, and we're going to put it out on Twitter in my Twitter. <laughs> and I'm also going to contact Barbara Streisand because. I have an in with Barbara Streisand, one of the fellas from New York who used to do her hair when she was on uh, when Fenny Girl 100 years ago. She's an old queen, so she'll do it for me. Right. She'll, she'll call Barbara. They're still friends. And suggest your name to Barbara.
6: Great. Well, bring it on. Gets I'm going to do it, Charles. It, I'm, I'm
2: going to do it, Charles. All right. I, I hear Barbara's sometimes nice and sometimes difficult. If you get her at the right moment, she's nice. Right. We right. want to see you in Funny Girl. <laughs> oh, I would love to see you in Funny Girl. Yeah,
6: that would be. A, I mean, that would be you know amazing. Yeah. I have a feeling they've got some other names on their list. Okay. Say, many but,
2: names. They have that's many names. Okay. The, but, but the you fans want to see but, you. But wait, you know what you got over them? You have the association of being with a Jewish woman. Right, Barbara's playing this very, very darling. It's Jewish already. I'm going to right. do it. That's how she's playing it, extremely right. Jewish, and people will understand you with her because a friend, right? And put in a, a, a waspy Irishman,
6: right, right, right. Who, um, ba- who Barbara well, struck? To- it was great because I had the advantage because my wife is Jewish, so people would wonder how, uh, you know, Mr. Sheffield knew all these Jewish phrases. And and I had a very funny experience. When the nanny first started, I actually went to um, uh, Rosh Hashanah services with uh, my wife. And there was such a buzz uh, during the service, people leaning around and going, what is Mr. Sheffield doing here? And they were all looking for the nanny, you know, assuming that I'd come with a nanny. Um, so they couldn't work out why I was at this Russia Hashanah services.
2: It's the same thing with me. I'm Italian. I worked in beauty salons in Forest Hills, Queens, all Jewish. My customers were all Jewish. I loved them. We used to sit on each other's laps and talk while we were here. And I learned every single Jewish expression. So people today say to me, You're not Jewish, but you sound Jewish. Right. So, I'm going to tell my friend to tell Barbara you are George. All
6: right, good. Well, God bless you. Thank you. (laughs) So, here's what we got
1: to do, everybody. Please check out CharlesShaughnessy.com. If you want to buy anything on Amazon, go through the link on his page, and then part of the portion of the proceeds will go to diabetes research. Uh, Check out everything he's in. Hopefully, soon we're going to see Moontrap Target Earth. Watch the nanny reruns. You got to watch the magicians. Yeah. on Twitter at C underscore Shaughnessy. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We definitely want you to come back at the end of the summer so you can tell us about all your cool projects. It's
6: a deal. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Ron. Thank you so much, both of you.
2: Thank you for completing, my, not completing, but helping my bucket list.
6: All right, Terrific. <laughs> nice to see you guys. And thank you, Chad.
3: My Chad, pleasure.
2: There you go, Chad. Take all care, right, bye bye.
1: Have a great weekend. Save the to Hawaii. Bye bye-bye. Now. bye. Bye now. Gotta love it. Yay everybody so you had a nice
2: interview what that, a it was nice a guy fun I'm interview. so happy Ron's happy Oh I met Mr. Sheffield everybody oh. in
1: the chat room thank you so much thanks Cindy for saying great show and got us everybody in the chat room we had a great time Chad you're a rock star we want to thank everybody for tuning into the Jimmy Star show next week we have Sean Kanan coming on the show it'll be a lot of fun have a great weekend everybody
0: Bye, everybody every man in the thinking what are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC. You can't trust me. Big up the girls inside the party. Let's get down to crazy Jimmy. Big up myself the known as I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always love like the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, punk, yo wanna wanna be Jimmy Stark, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right.
4: Y'all feel like